Welcome to planetmullins.com. And welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Planet Mullins podcast. Happy to have all of you returning viewers and listeners and welcoming any new people that might have found the show on Spotify or YouTube or Amazon or iHeartRadio. My guest today is an amazing composer, and not only does she compose, but she's a conductor, she's a multi-instrumentalist, she can play electric guitar, violin, piano, and by the way, she doesn't care if the piano is in tune, which is hilarious, and um, she can sing, she can play the violin and sing at the same time, she's quite versatile, and she's from Moscow, Russia. Recently, she's worked with uh, Danae Vlase, and sorry about this pronunciation, Nadim Majdalani, Tom Naziola, and she's a voting member of the Recording Academy, which is pretty exciting. That's the Grammy Awards, which are just getting ready to start here. Please welcome to the show, Ann Vady, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, Ann. Hello. Thank you very much, uh, Rob, for inviting me to this interview. It's uh, quite exciting for me. Uh, this conversation means a lot to me, and I am ready and happy to share some of my living and musician's experience with the audience. Great. Well, you have... See, here's what I noticed about you, because... You know, first of all, for people that don't know about Anne and about the Grammys and Facebook, that's where I found out about her amazing classical and other genres of music is just on Facebook because the Recording Academy, which is the Grammys, have a very large presence on Facebook. And um, my uh, main Facebook page has at least 500 voting members on my Facebook page. So the community of people that are part of the Grammys, and that's all over, basically all over the world now, too, with people like you uh, coming in as voting members, that community is one that's very important and tight-knit. And <clears throat> about two years ago, and just started popping up out of nowhere. Da -da -da -da, I'm in. <laughs> and here I am playing the violin in my house. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I remember when I first was starting out just playing stuff at my house, and there isn't anything wrong with playing stuff in your house. But now you went all the way from some of your early videos, you're just kind of like in a room and you're noodling around yeah. the piano and stuff. And then now you've been listed categorically uh, with a lot of Grammy winners and nominees, and you're now a voting member on the Grammy Awards. Tell me the story like quickly about how did all that happen for you? Well, actually, I I didn't notice it was quickly uh, because of I'm I'm growing constantly every day, every week. I'm I'm doing anything. I have concerts. I study some new things. Uh, uh, I compose, I write, I sing. That, that's what you mentioned. And um, what about uh, this progress uh, with my music content? Uh, it's quite interesting because of, yep, when I just started to, to make uh, those videos, uh, I just have 
I, I just had some some songs some songs and not so much uh uh I published uh and especially officially. Okay. Okay. And uh, actually my first album as a songwriter I released uh, just uh, eight years ago and uh, it was my actually first credits. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um despite I ha- had collaborations with many musicians uh here and uh, also who went from even the United States here and we, we had some concerts but I I didn't I didn't have recordings. So uh I realized uh it means so much uh for growing as an artist and I just uh, had a lot of songs and I worked hard actually I worked hard uh didn't sleep uh, nights <laughs> uh, because of I I was in postgraduate graduate studying at the conservatory and at the ah. same time I um uh, I've been working on my songs and had a lot of concerts at the same time. Um, and, uh, it's, it's really a short time. Yeah. Uh, just uh, about seven years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I actually st- uh, started to meet uh, grammar people, uh, just about two or a little bit more years ago. Uh, I just found out, uh, their music and uh, it was uh i, I think uh v- very common to my soul to my to my point of view of contemporary music nice. which means to me which means to me not like just i'm just playing classical music i'm just writing some progressed academic classical music and uh I am also doing doing songs and this uh incredible mix of genres <laughs> and yeah. and uh, uh I'm just uh br- browser more more people uh who just uh m- might be more like uh, like me like right. myself yeah so you were able to yeah. find you were able to find the common ground through the yeah through the yeah. sound and the emotion of sure uh, what they call sure. similar artists like you know i if you pull up uh if you pull up rob mullins on apple music for example it'll say rob mullins and similar artist station and yep. there'll be all of these other people that are kind of like what i do in a in a certain way and then you know when i found danae's music it was the same probably the same way that you did it was through Facebook and the internet because the internet has really changed everything uh for anyone yeah. that, that wants to be yeah. involved in music because yeah. when I watched your earlier videos um because I went through your you know your whole YouTube channel today and stuff and I just the thing that I came away from it was the number one thing that I want to commend you on is if I had to use one word, to describe you, I would say fearless. Like you are so not scared of anything, are you? Yep. No, you're not scared of anything. You'd be like, 
okay, yeah. it's minus 20 degrees in a snowstorm, and somebody wants me to go outside in a Greek toga and play the violin and make a YouTube, you'd yeah. be like, okay. <laughs> I saw, that's, that's me. I I'm, I'm, a, I'm a really fearless uh, uh, because of, uh, I think, uh, it comes from my life story since I, I had a kind of difficult my musical way uh-huh. when I was when I was studying and um, you know it's it's uh, kind of difficult when uh, you're the one in the family who who, ca- who comes to ad- comes to to musical way. Mm-hmm. Since my my parents aren't musicians, and uh, it's it's a journey for uh, them t- themselves too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Not not all parents are supportive yeah. of uh, children who are musical. I remember my mother, who played piano in the church. She was very supportive, but my father told me that it wasn't a real job. Yeah. He said it's uh, it's meaningless, and um, you know by now, like uh, next week, I'm releasing my 42nd solo album project. Oh my and, gosh! And if I had listened to my father, <laughs> I would have released nothing. <laughs> sure. And, but did you find like you know as you gravitated in school to the artistic things was the school system kind of punishing you for that because in my school system it was very rigid it's like you have to study math and you have to study history and i hated studying history i didn't really care because i had a talent for music and somehow like when music would come in it would always make me feel great and then when math would come in i would always want to kill myself (laughs) <laughs> I mean, what was school like for you? You grew up in a Russian public school? Uh, I actually uh, graduated from this central musical school, which means uh, a special musical school for talented young musicians uh-huh. at the conservatory. And um, it was uh, founded in Soviet time. And it was really great time for musicians i don't know what a lot of people till till now this time but uh i know a lot of information from my teachers Mm. yeah and uh they always say it was a great time to to grow talents uh to make uh this famous performance of its cool Mm. which uh, which I'm proud to to belong to and uh, this uh, this school I graduated it from it's it's from the Soviet Union actually but it was uh, kind of difficult time 90s here uh, were were really troubling time uh-huh. for for everyone and uh as, as I said, my parents are musicians, right? Yeah, and actually, we we studied 
all things, uh, our specialty, musical uh, subjects, uh, common subjects, all the time we spend in school. I actually spent uh, up to 15 hours per day at school since wow. since, since uh, we, we had a private, private lessons with our teachers, right. then come on classes uh-huh. and rehearsals and ensembles, sometimes orchestra and quartet and other things. And uh, I actually started uh, to compose music also. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was it was kind of a killing thing for someone, but not for me. <laughs> right. Well, you know, the the college experience is uh, university is really good for some people. And for me, I had a terrible time. I didn't enjoy it and um, I didn't go to school but for nine months and that was it and then um, a friend of mine had a grant to go to New York City to study with a great <laughs> jazz theory teacher named George Russell wow. and George Russell was the guy that uh, taught Miles Davis and uh, John Coltrane and Bill Evans about music theory and I got to move to New York for a whole summer when I was 20 years old. So that was, you know, a really intense experience too, because when you get with these famous people and you're like, oh my God, this is the best in the world. And I'm the luckiest young person. You really want to try hard. I remember like staying up all night doing these assignments and being so excited and everything, but you don't seem to me like a person that sleeps very much. Do you sleep at all? Because I was I was looking at all your albums and stuff. Like, does I'm will ever go to sleep. Yeah, or not? actually, I'm I'm trying to to get some sleep now since uh, I, I realized uh, I did all the things and actually have <laughs> 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 uh, had had to have some rest. Uh-huh. But uh, I I have uh, some projects in progress, uh, some collaborations, and my own projects, right. and uh, and my my schedule for concerts, for um, any activities related to music, and uh, it's kind of I I, sh- I should be balanced on on something to <laughs> to, to manage all all the all these things and not to, to be in a zombie. <laughs> well, you know, I I um I understand that too because the situation in my life is that when music is ready to come through me, then I have to just stop everything and do that. Because uh, here's an example. So about uh, today is Monday. So two Wednesdays ago, I woke up in the morning and at about 12 o'clock in the afternoon, that was like the music was tapping me on the shoulder. Yeah. Okay, go into the studio because it's time to improvise at the piano. And when that happens... You know, maybe it's like this for you, too. I'm always excited when it happens. But at some point, if it stops happening, then what do I do with my life? You know, if it 
if the inspiration one day just doesn't come and it doesn't come and it doesn't come, I would be really worried about that. But this was a situation where I sat down to the keyboard. I played for an hour and 15 minutes, a lot of pieces. Some of them are 11 minutes long. And I ended up with an hour and five minute long solo piano album. Wow. And it wasn't hard. It wasn't something I thought very much about. I didn't have uh, one song I had composed and I did another version, but the rest of it was all improvisation. And when you have that kind of a flow, does it ever happen to you? Like it's in your head and they're like, oh my God, I have to write this down before I forget it kind of thing. Yeah, I know this this stuff <laughs> since, <laughs> yeah. since since it it happens uh, to me a lot of times too mm-hmm. uh but um yes uh the the first uh thought i i got um i need to write it down yeah or or if if i don't have uh, any stuff or time i'm i'm doing some Dictaphone recordings or yes. or just just a uh, road draft and but uh my teacher um composition professor Alexander Kablakov at the conservatory always told me uh so you write a lot of music you compose this you did a lot but then you should be a strong editor of your own music of your own uh, lyrics of right. your ar- arrangements uh that's what we call craft ah. it's not it's not just an an art we are artists where uh where some bodies from heaven <laughs> just living <laughs> let's live, let's live <laughs> on the earth but um, it's a job. It's work. It's uh, everyday work we should do. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's interesting to see. Just you know, the the English word <clears throat> is prolific. Yeah, which means that you're constantly doing <clears throat> a lot of things. And you know, it's funny too because you probably maybe you do teach a few students and. I teach a few students and I remember, you know, with one of my students, I kept trying to get them to make an album because they're very talented. And, you know, we would talk about it. We do the lesson then we talk some more. And then the next thing I knew three years had passed and I had put out four albums and my (laughs) student had done nothing because they're, you know, being a recording artist is a lot harder than it seems to a lot of people. And I think for you, it's kind of just a natural thing. And you're, you're so willing to, I mean, in addition to being fearless, you just are so willing to just do anything. I mean, I was watching your videos and I'm like, what? She thinks she's Jimi Hendrix today. (laughs) And then, yeah, he he uh, was genius. Yep, he was. And then one of my favorite albums of yours is the one about like you. Your piano was out of tune, so you made the album 
my untuned piano or something. Yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh, that was so hilarious. Well, then I've seen you working with a lot of these big name Grammy people. So how does that work now? Do they send you a track and you record at your studio or do you, how do you do that? Cause I know you're on a lot of big, important albums now. Yeah. Uh, it's actually uh, the pandemic and post pandemic thing mostly. And uh, we had to communicate uh, at a distance and uh, it was, uh, I think, uh, the key uh, for uh, for all of us to collaborate more uh, via internet uh, and make some really great things like this. And I am really happy to collaborate with such uh, outstanding people from the Recording Academy. And... Uh, I, I just want to uh, mention some some projects like uh, sure. I did uh, I did last year uh, a great concert program here in the Philharmonic uh, with music um, of uh, Grammy people. You, you also mentioned Nadi Majdalani, Dani Lasse, Tom Nazola, John Fenbury, and some uh, other composers uh, from all over, all over the world not not German people since uh, they are from Europe they mm -hmm. they yes yes but uh, also very great music and uh, you know Nadim uh, composed uh, a piece especially for me and my friends organized and me, uh, we performed uh, this piece for the first time and uh, we made a recording of the whole concerts and actually uh released then uh oh. two, two two tracks from this concert it's Nadim's piece uh the Fallet moon lotus and tom nazola's piece number one it's uh, it's the title and um, it was uh, his piece for violin and piano, but we did an arrangement and we released uh, this as a version for violin and organ. Oh. And, also, and, yeah, and also I uh, downloaded uh, our video where we performed Danai's piece on YouTube. It's an official right. release, but, but it's also some some kind of or or... Mm, job we did or job we did and i think it's really exciting that we presented uh this people uh here before uh for example Danai uh, received grammys yeah that's it's it's quite exciting and uh, you, you mentioned uh, uh Mardi Rajaban it's it's a really interesting composer and producer from Iran, and uh, he has a really interesting story of his life. Mm -hmm. And he his uh, he has a really difficult life for now. You 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 can Google it, and uh, I think all musicians and actually Grammy winning and nominated people who participated in his album it arrives it's uh, it's a really great thing we we do all with these things 
we support each other, which uh, which means a lot to Nebzi, right. which means a lot to our common thing we call art. Right. We call, yeah. we call music. I love and, art and music. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah, art and the the art and the music, and I would consider um, what you're doing is considered fine art. It's the kind of thing that a lot of times people need, just like in jazz, people need some sort of history or study of music yeah. to understand the kind of music that we play because it's not Taylor Swift and, um, you know, these mindless pop things. Now, before yeah. we run out of time, because we're almost out of time for today, but I wanted to just ask you if someone you know, has the desire to contact you and hire you to play violin or sing or piano. I actually enjoyed your piano playing. It was very Russian, but kind of modern. You know, when you're playing your piano at home, I was like, wow, I like it. Um, how would somebody reach you to hire you to do, say, a overdub or a session or an arrangement? Is it through your website or Wow. Yeah, it's it's quite simple. Uh, or Facebook, or contacts on my website, or email. It's uh, it's great thing. Uh, I appreciate it a lot, and uh, I I enjoy different styles, right. genres. And for example, we're working on some new and fantastic song by. Uh, producer Premorte featured uh, Grammy-nominated singer Natalia Alkamayu, uh -huh. and uh, I also collaborated with Devon Ekambaram. Uh, he he's a really great Indian star, I think, and oh, nice. and, and and a big big friend of uh, uh, you, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, by now there is. So he's he's sorry. He's a great friend of uh, Ricky Catch. You know. Oh, Ricky Catch. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I actually had Ricky on my show. Um, oh. So along with another guy, and you know, Ricky's up uh, for some more awards this time around too. Well. I just want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to uh, join me. And, you know, as I always say um, to people, this is a fine arts channel. I'm trying to expose the world to amazingly talented, wonderful people, Grammy or, or not, who are just really talented, really dedicated, really fun. And, um, you know, a pleasure to talk to you. And I would say you're one of my favorite new people. Oh my gosh. Thank you very much, Rob. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Planet Mullins podcast. And we'll see you on the next one. Thanks. This has been Ann Vady and um, Rob Mullins and goodbye for now. <laughs>